Hey, Stony Brookers, Esme here. Happy holidays. As 2022 draws to a close, we thought we would gift you with one of our patron-only bonus episodes here in the main feed. This month, we took a look back at another one of Emily's childhood favorites, the Boxcar Children. Listen up to see what we all think of it in 2022. If you like what you hear, consider becoming a patron, just $3 a month at patreon.com slash stuckinstonybrook. Please have a wonderful, dibbly fresh, even whatever you celebrate. And we'll be back with super special number nine on January 5th. See you next year. Welcome to another hot take. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> what are we today talking we're about reading today? the boxcar children Woo! the first one neither, so neither of you has ever read this before right correct no. what'd you think i think i liked it i liked it <laughs> i liked it it's very um, weird yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, super weird but i like the fantasy of it uh-huh. or is it a well, fantasy <laughs> <laughs> oh meta yeah, it's funny. I read these books a lot as a kid, a lot. But like, I I don't think I ever read the first book more than once. So like the ones I reread were not not the setup for the whole... Like this book sets up the whole rest of the series. Right, because the boxcar gets dragged behind the rich man's house, the doctor's house. And like, so then so they like have the all the subsequent books, they just go on adventures. Okay. Like they're they're often like getting stranded in situations where they have to fend for themselves. Like, I think I could be wrong here. As you know, my childhood memory is not to be trusted, but I'm pretty sure there's one where they like somehow get stranded on an island and they have to like, (laughs) yeah. And they have to like fix a shelter and like Mm -hmm. fend for themselves. Um, Nice. Excellent. I I did not remember the language being so old timey. (laughs) Oh, it's super old timey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's part of what I enjoyed. Like, I felt like it was transporting in that way. I was like, oh, I am reading a book for children from another time. (laughs) Like, this was not meant for me. Um, I wonder too. I where is it supposed to be set in New England or in England? I think New England. She lived in Connecticut. She's another nutmegger. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And she died when Anne and I were one year old. So we did overlap with Gertrude. I find it. Okay. I'm also wondering, I don't think that, I don't know if this is something that they deal with in the series at all. Cause I don't recall, but like, we don't learn anything about their parents or like why they thought their grandfather was cruel or like why the fuck they were so poor. It's so bizarre. It's just like untouched. That was one of my questions. I'm like, did I miss something? No. Okay. Yeah. But their parents are dead. Yeah. Yes. But like, we don't know how. Yeah. Well, the father died of like drinking too much. Isn't that what they kind of said in the beginning? Like, I think that's intimated, but I don't know if that's, like, the cause of death. <laughs> Which is interesting if these came out in the 20s, right? Is there, like, a temperance message? Maybe. Yeah. Well, the baker says the father is nearly dead with drink now, and soon they will only be beggars. So wild. Yeah, but the baker's a dick. Yeah. I know he's, like, um... 
He's like trying looking to for them, them, but barely. Yeah. <laughs> that is how like only like the first page is only dedicated to like talking about the children's backstory. Mm-hmm. It's like mom's There's dead, no dad's two. dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. weird. Yeah, well, they're, so, they're very like industrious too for children. Oh my god, I think that's what I texted you guys when I started reading yeah. it. I was like, my, these children are industrious. Yeah, they're so productive. Yeah. They I'm have impressed. so many skills. Yeah, <laughs> the little what's the young girl? Uh, Violet. 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 Yeah, she can like sew and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they know how to cook in the wild. I'm just like, yeah. I let's would, talk yeah. about all the things that they. Can, they can do. I wasn't when they were building like a dam. Or like, I know. Yeah, yeah. They were building like a pool with like mm-hmm. logs. I was like, okay, like this yep. is out of control. Yeah. <laughs> um, they can, can forage. They yeah. can. They know. Like Henry somehow knows how to do all of the yard work at this man's at the doctor's house. The town doctor. He's a good worker. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they know a lot about plants. They know how to cook. They know um, what they know where uh, to find thrown away dishes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they know how to go to the junkyard and get what they need. Yeah. Um, they know how to like train a feral dog. So <laughs> wild. Yeah, yeah. Although we learn not a feral dog in the end. Yes. What What do you think? Mm-hmm. Reading this now, Emily, what do you think spoke to you as a kid about like what made these rereads for you? Probably that industriousness honestly I mean that they're like so self-sufficient um it's like a I mean it's very different from like the parent-child dynamics in like the BSC universe you know where like every the parents are like actually adults (laughs) in that universe and they have they set rules and the kids go to them for advice it's like this is like kind of fantastical reversing like the 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 children are adultified right <laughs> I think but I see a lot of the DNA I see a lot of the DNA of the BSC in this though because I think it's that same um independent autonomous fantasy just like writ into you know 80s suburbia instead of the, wherever we're supposed to be here by the railway right so the you know the fact that the club is all professional and run very well and all all of that stuff and that they they do make a lot of decisions on their own and often they don't go to their parents right they um, times that we wish they would um so obviously it's a you know and maybe I would love if you can find that island one we may see just the full blueprint for island adventure there i'm not sure right (laughs) um but i do think that that's that that spirit is here that like we can do this stuff on our own like let's put on sandwich boards and advertise or let's figure out how to get back at the babysitter's agency like all of that that i think the building blocks are here Mm -hmm. well just to quickly summarize the plot for our patrons so parents die. There's four kids between the ages of five and 13. So it's uh, the oldest is Henry, Jess, Violet, and Benny, right? And it's like 13, 12, then like eight and five or something. I think Benny is five though. So the parents die and then they are afraid of their grandfather for some reason. <laughs> and they hide and they find an abandoned boxcar to live in in the woods and 
Henry finds uh, like a doctor who employs him to do just like things like gardening and cleaning and cherry picking. Um, and then basically Violet gets sick. The doctor, they bring Violet to the doctor to help her get better. But then in the meantime, we find out that the grandfather is like this, the owns a steel mill. <laughs> and this is, and he also puts on this like boys Olympics. I know that's that quote. He's like, I just love young boys running or playing sports. I was like, like, this is weird. (laughs) So then unbeknownst to the grandfather, Henry wins this race running race contest. Um, And then he gives a fake name. He gives gives a fake name. name. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end, it all comes together. The doctor had actually been following Henry back to see where he lived. So he had been checking up on them the entire time. And he notifies the grandfather who had put out like an, uh, like a missing persons ad and reward thing. And then they all get reunited at the end and everyone's very happy. And then the grandfather, <laughs> the kids miss, miss the box car. <laughs> so yeah. the grandfather brings it to his house. Yeah. It's all very like, what like it's ridiculous. <laughs> It's so funny. I love it. He's very rich, Anne. He, he is very rich. Wasn't the reward like $5,000 or something? Yeah. Which, in, geez. You want 19- me to do some math? Yes, yes, please. 1924. Research assistant. Which, let's guess, Emily. I'm going to say it's, mm, I don't know. $100,000. I'm going to say $250,000. Wow. I, I don't know. There is inflation right now. Yeah, it's not that high. Oh, okay, what but is it? It's still a lot. $87,138. Damn, that's a big reward. Yeah. That's Four children? <laughs> it's do not that people, much. Do people even give like a monetary reward for finding children anymore? Like, is that? Yeah, I don't know. But I think the buying power of $5,000 in 1924 was a lot higher than the buying power $87,000 today. Oh, for sure. So, because bread was yeah. really cheap back then, it was like ten cents, right? <laughs> yeah, well, they go, they make their that twenty five cents go a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite parts about the book were just the the food passages. Mm-hmm. I really I liked. Them, yeah, that blue, I also feel like is BSC DNA. Yeah, like, I like the blueberries and milk and brown bread and the cherry slump. I was like, oh, yeah, and the big meal out of little onions. Yeah, <laughs> which so I feel like cute. is a phrase I just want to start using, like for when somebody does something impressive or makes something out of nothing. Like, Emily, I really like what you did with this paper. That's a big meal out of little onions. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I have to make sure it doesn't sound like Anne would say it, though, because Anne said it. It sounded like an egg, but I mean it sincerely. Wow, you made a big meal out of little onions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my best Anna impersonation. <laughs> the other reason I think that kids... That's really good. It's really good. Wow. Um, the other reason I think kids would like this is because of the, like, orphan piece of it, right? So yeah. we've talked before on the podcast about, like, orphan-centered media and, like, how big orphans were in the 80s and um, kind of the fa- fantasy of being without parents. We were we were just at our friend Mike's wedding in October, me and Anne, and he's one of 10 kids. And he was talking about how whenever his 
he and his siblings would play like in the woods behind their house when they were kids. Like whoever was starting the game would be like, okay, so our parents are dead. And, and then like <laughs> the rest of the game would happen. And I feel like that's a very common childhood impulse. Like, what would I do? How would I get by? Yeah. And this like housekeeping yeah. that they do is very well, much like, like a, okay, so I could I could get my head around that. Here's what I would do. I would live in a boxcar in the woods and I'd get some cracked dishes and I'd make a pool in the creek. Yeah, it is. It's like every every Disney movie, mm-hmm. like the parents die. Yeah. There's, there's never really any parents around. Mm-hmm. Which makes for an immediate, exciting story. What's going to happen? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know what? I'm going to find a boxcar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay, what would you guys put in your boxcar? Hmm. I mean, if we were like out in the woods and we had to find stuff to put in it, or if we had the money to put stuff in our boxcar. Yeah, I would like a queen-size mattress. Yeah. <laughs> I would like <laughs> really expensive either linen one, either sheets. one. <laughs> Even if it was, let's say it was a feature, let's say it was an ADU behind your house like it is for the grandfather. <laughs> How would know, you design right? your 2022 boxcar? Ooh, like a little home office perhaps mm-hmm. with some bookshelves. Yeah. A little, would- a little reading den. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would prioritize like a bed or a lay lay down surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anne spends most of her time horizontal. <laughs> Needs to be as maximally comfy as possible. Yes, yes. I do like a lie down. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I have a good game. Pretend okay. we're sisters. Okay. And our parents died. Okay. And let's put ourselves in some random year. Okay. Okay. Emily, pick a year, Emily. No. Okay, you pick the first. You pick the first half of the year, and as we pick the last half. Okay, seventeen <laughs> ninety-nine. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. Then. <laughs> okay, so there's definitely no internet. <laughs> For like 200 years. <laughs> are we um, are we in the United States? The, the the these nascent United States? Are we in the 13 colonies? Like um we could yeah. be in Connecticut. Let's okay, we'd be in Connecticut in 1799. <laughs> well, we definitely have to escape from an orphan asylum. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You got to get away from there for sure. So, what's mm-hmm. our shelter situation? Are we I like mean, country we look people? For a boxcar. Or... <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> Good idea, Emily. <laughs> it's original. I just thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> I also like. Why are there just abandoned boxcars <laughs> in the middle of the woods? It's not like it's not like it's by the railroad tracks. I like I, I don't know how it got to the woods. Okay, I wait. have an idea. The grandfather planted it there to lure <laughs> the children back mm-hmm. to the town. Maybe. He's got a lot of money. I okay, know. so, Anne, are you asking, like, how we would divide up labor or what? I don't know if Emily and I understand the rules of the game. Well, <clears throat> where are we, like... I don't think sh- there are rules as we... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so are we, like... there weren't rules, yeah. No. So are we sheltering in a boxcar? <laughs> sure. Wait, yeah. were there boxcars in 1799? I have no idea. 
to yes. be honest. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't transcontinental yet, but yes, there they okay. existed. Yeah. Um, yeah, or like an abandoned But about like, like an abandoned barn. Yeah. Mm. I, like I a horse like, stable like or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but good. We could each have little bedrooms in stables. I, mm-hmm. If it's winter, we're going to have to share a bed to mm. stay warm. Sorry. Ugh. <laughs> I don't... And Anne's the smallest, so she has to go in the middle or she'll get frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm who's, in the middle. Who's going to kill the animals? Uh, oh. I, think, I feel like you, Emily. We're vegan. <laughs> Or yeah, we're, we're, no, I'll, we'll eat cheese, okay? <laughs> yeah, but we have to like make friends with a cheesemonger or like Oh, steal. maybe we find a baby cow. Yeah. <laughs> baby cow doesn't give milk, you dumbass. Well, we have to, well, yeah, we let you, <laughs> we, raise it. we raise the baby cow. <laughs> and okay. so pissed. It's like, it's like a lost runty calf and we yes. raise it. We and raise that it. whole time we're just being patient until we can get our milk. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, how long? Like a year? I don't know. When? (laughs) (laughs) How long? Like a year? (laughs) Okay. And then Emily's the cheese person. She's she's gonna make cheese for. She learns how to make cheese. She's the cheese. Can we have chickens? We could at least have eggs. Yeah. Do we find? We have to find chickens. We have to find everything. I feel like Emily would be good at general thievery. Like maybe Emily just gets us the things and then we take care of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like Esme Esme is like the, um, so Emily is the thief. (laughs) Esme is the person who has to talk. She talks to the outside world people. Oh, I'm the, I'm the Henry. I have to go interface and like try to get money when we need money and, and look legit. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, because otherwise they'd be like, what's wrong with your eyes if it was you? Because it's 1799 yeah. in Connecticut. Yeah. I mean, how did I get there if I'm Asian? <laughs> how did I get there? <laughs> well, look, see, we have the same parents. <laughs> it's like, I'm I'm like, the, I'm just unexplainable. Like, I don't yeah. know, we had an Asian baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom... <laughs> Uh, dad was away. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So then what are you doing, Anne? If Emily's out thieving and I'm Anne's out. making all the plans. Making all the plans. Oh, you're <laughs> yeah. still an idea person? I'm in this scenario. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm going to come. So once Emily makes the cheese, I will market it. <laughs> <laughs> Anne writes the copy <laughs> for our cap. <laughs> we're talking about a subsistence survival scenario and Anne is still somehow a member of the creative class (laughs) we're gonna call the cheese it's called one cow cheese it's the first time I've ever seen Anne cry. <laughs> you only have one cow. No, we got it, yeah. So it's like... Wait, wait, I don't get it. <laughs> it's and, cheese from one cow. Oh! Yes. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's um, single origin cheese. <laughs> the hottest of ticks. Yeah. And I feel like you can garden. 
Can't you grow some food? I can grow some things. Okay, good. Okay. Um, We'll need to get seeds. It sounds like a solid plan. I think we (laughs) nailed it. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Do you think our patrons will be mad if I go eat a bagel? No. (laughs) (laughs) I I think you need to give us like two more trenchant insights about the boxcar children. Like what? I'm just, you were so excited. I just want to hear more, like, or tell us about some of their other adventures that you remember or something. Like, we, we just got to go to an tape. island. Yeah, you told us about that one. What else? I don't remember, honestly. Do they solve crimes? They solve, like, mysteries. Mm. Like, mysteries like Janine has a boyfriend or, like, actual mysteries? Well, more like 1920s mysteries. <laughs> like, like who's, not- who's drunk? <laughs> yeah, where is the speakeasy? Um yeah. <laughs> No, I mean it's not like Nancy Drew territory. Mm-hmm. Um but they like there's always um like a puzzle that has to be solved. So like Ooh. I think the second one is the island one. But there's like there's always like an adventure or like a, a puzzle or a mystery. They're very much like adventure books. Nice. Which I think is what I yeah. liked about them. Yeah. yeah. So once once we got one cow cheese up and running and Anne planted some plants and I got some money, we would we would also do adventures. Solve crimes. Yeah. Okay. okay. We would start our own private detective business. Oh. Yeah. And Anne will sell our cheese to our clients. Okay. <laughs> one cow detectives. <laughs> 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 oh man okay all right fair enough fair mm. enough yeah I just I found I found the reread so it's so whimsical it's mm-hmm. very whimsical yeah yeah it's very um, whimsical I, you know what? I probably liked the old timey language too yeah totally. um, I enjoyed it what's that, what's that other book I used to destroy as a kid I had an old copy that I think was grandma's it was like Bob's blue Eclipse? no um Five the, Little Peppers and How They Grew. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah. That was very old timey too. Yeah. How did you know I would I like to I'd that? like to read that. We should do that for a hot take sometime. Yeah. Yeah. How did you know I was thinking of that? You've mentioned it before on the podcast. Oh, okay. And okay. I knew that it was one of mom's <laughs> favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Have, did you not con- read it? Context clues. I did, but I don't I read it once. Oh, you know, okay. I don't remember it. I read it when I was like eight or nine. Yeah. I don't remember I, it. That was when I reread a lot yeah. too. I, I think that there are fewer boxcar children books than I remember because I remember mm-hmm. reading them a lot. So I must have just reread the same few yeah. over and over. Yeah. But I think this the the pilot <laughs> I read the least. <laughs> the pilot. Yeah, we get Anne to punch it up a little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I want Anne's like modern day fanfic of the boxcar children. <laughs> Ooh, that could be very good. Excellent. <laughs> Oh, we didn't talk about the race, which I would just like to briefly mention. Yeah, the free-for-all. Henry, like, enters a random race, and he's, like, the fastest kid in town. (laughs) Yeah, by a lot. Yeah. By a lot. I like how how he's very practical. So he was like, I'm not going to use all my energy at first. I'm going to save it. Mm -hmm. And that's how Mm -hmm. he went. Practical and. Yep. Mm -hmm. Practical Strategy. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I was pleased with the reread. Yeah, it's fun. It did. It did not disappoint. Yeah, I will say 
you know, this picture of them all racing, you get the one really fat kid at the back of the pack, which I was Ooh. sad about. But, you know, but there's also a couple of girls in there running. Oh, wow. Yeah, I yeah. see that. I think it's probably They're not, not boys in dresses boys. in 1924. Yeah. I think it's probably girls. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Sweet. Well, thanks for bringing this to us and thanks mm-hmm. for choosing it, patrons. I think it's probably better than some of the other ones that we could have chosen. For sure. Awesome. Hot take. Hot take.